Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Never abandon Americans in 13 days later. In fact, he did in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Uh, glad you're with us. So here we are. One week ago was the eve of the Pennsylvania primary. One week ago. We still don't have the results. We still don't have the counties, uh, some counties reporting all of their, their ballots. We still now are in a position where you just got to scratch your head and ask, why, why is it even possible that this great country, the greatest country God gave man? Now, we have plenty of states that, do, that have same-day elections, and they even have mail-in ballots, absentee ballots, et cetera, et cetera, and they can get a result by the end of the night. You know, at this late hour, you would think that they would have not only given us the name of the winner, declared the winner, done the recall as required by law because it was a tight primary, Senate primary with McCormick and Oz. And and I'm not blaming any of the campaigns here, but I'm just, if you look around the world, our voting system is a, it's just a national embarrassment. And it's, there's no earthly reason why we don't have a result at this time. Now, there, there are certain legal issues, I'll get into in a second, why Pennsylvania is problematic. And I've always said, we got to have integrity in our election system. I've always said, we want every American, regardless of, of whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, whether it's a primary or a general election, we need to have confidence in the results. You know, after 2000 and, and pimpled and dimpled and hanging and swinging and, you know, chads and that, that disaster Nobody can say with confidence 
that Bush Cheney won by 537 votes, but it took a Supreme Court decision at one point, I think a bad legal strategy by by Al Gore's team uh, to only recount in some counties, not other counties. But that's that's a whole different issue for a different day. But the good news is they had a commission. It was the Carter Baker Commission, and they were able to rectify most of the problems we had in Florida. Then we had more problems in Florida in 2016. They were rectified. Remember Palm Beach County, Broward County problems that that night in 2016 the voting just kind of stopped and everyone's like okay why aren't we getting these final ballots in and then you look around the world look at for example our neighbors to the north in canada you vote on election day you can vote at an an advanced poll on the 10th 9th 8th or 7th day ahead of election you to vote by mail you have to vote by a special ballot you have to apply for it and then you you can apply for it if you're an eligible voter uh, vote by special ballots, but they have paper ballots. You need to show an ID or make a written statement with an elector who knows you, a sworn statement, and we we don't have any problems. France just had a presidential election. Am I not mistaken, Linda? How many tens of millions of people voted in this thing, and they had the answer by the end of the night? And you know, this is if you look at other places, New Zealand, you vote on election day. Uh, you can vote at any polling place in the country. You have to vote by special ballot if the location they're voting in doesn't have the correct role, meaning that's not where you're registered to vote in. You know, in Germany, you vote in person with an ID and electoral notification mark. If you're unable to go to the voting station on Election Day, you can apply for an absentee ballot on demand absentee voting. And, you know, in and, and all these countries, I'm just looking at it and then I look at why are we having problems all the time? Um. It doesn't seem that complicated to me. Now we now we get into the issue of drop boxes. Then the drop boxes have to have video cameras on them. Uh, then you get into the issue of well, can somebody else drop drop your ballot at a drop box? Then you have the issue of whether or not states have the law which the Constitution clearly gives to them, and whether or not it's going to be followed. It's um, it's it's just amazing that here we are, you know, six days later, and I don't think we're even close. To declaring a winner now i don't think i think oz wins this that's I've, I've gone over remaining ballots there are not many remaining ballots uh, i think tomorrow is the deadline for military ballots to come in and rightfully they should be counted but they have you know laws on the books and we have court decisions that that matter in pennsylvania as well you know some officials blame act 77 which i would argue there were very strict restrictions in the in the Constitution of the state, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, about mail-in balloting. And so rather than go through the arduous effort, and that would be amending the Constitution, they adopt what's known as Act 77, and law passed and signed by Governor Wolf in 2019 to expand mail-in voting. But but that I my view was that was always unconstitutional. If they wanted to change that, you would have to go directly to the Constitution in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. It's really that simple. But it prevents counties from opening the ballots until the morning of Election Day, making it impossible to detect the errors that they found. For example, remember Lancaster County, we reported it that day, Election Day. Uh, that's a week from tomorrow. Out of the, the third of the, of the ballots there are having scanning issues. Both Democrat and Republican staffers forced to remark the ballots with the wrong identification mark and then tabulate them all manually. Okay, how did that happen? Uh, Act 77 also put into account 
things that are not in the Pennsylvania Constitution. And and if they wanted to make these changes, go about it and do it the, the right, thoughtful and legal way. It's not that hard like these other countries do, like most most states in the United States actually get this thing right. Um, in this particular case, we had a Supreme Court ruling in 2020. The Pennsylvania State Supreme Court held any mail-in or absentee ballot that lacks a voter-completed date is invalid under Pennsylvania law, could cannot be counted. The court set factors in place for mail-in ballots that cannot be counted. For example, if a ballot has no signature, you can't count it. This is what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said. If a ballot does not have a secrecy envelope, what's known as, in other words, they call it a naked ballot, um, you can't count it. If the ballot is not dated, you can't count it. That's according to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. And the judge in the court wrote the requirement is stated it is unambiguously mandatory terms. Nothing in the election code suggests that the legislature intended that courts should construe its mandatory language as discretionary. Thus, in future elections, I would treat the date and sign-in requirement as mandatory in both particulars with the omission of either item insufficient more than invalidate the ballots in, in question. So then anyway, then, then we get to the, the Third Circuit Court. And they decide back in May of 20, I guess May of May 20th, just last week or whatever, that in fact um, issued on Friday uh, that the United States Court of Appeals for the Third District issued a report that says they do not authorize election officials to ignore Pennsylvania law or to count mail-in or absentee ballots lacking voter-completed dates in the May 22 primary, this recent primary. Uh, this order is not final, by the way. It's subject to further review. The Third Second Circuit made clear that this order applies only to the November 2nd, 2021 election for the judge of the commonplace of Le- Lehigh County, not any other election. Now, a federal court law, now a federal court may not change election rules on the eve of an election, especially after the election. You can't change the rules after the after the, the the votes have been cast, you can't do it. And the reason for that is changing any way the election is administered on the eve of the election or after an election only creates what? Chaos, uncertainty. What do we need? We need integrity in our election system. That's all I'm looking for here. And yeah, voter ID is part of it. Uh, signature verification is part of it. Chain of custody controls are part of it. Updated voter rolls are part of it. Most states have that partisan observers get to watch the vote count up close, not 100 feet away, uh, start to finish. That should be part of it. No illegal immigrants should have a right to vote. And in light of all of this, you know, what's what seems to be evolving here is, OK, so the McCormick campaign is down, you know, a little over a thousand votes in this particular case. There's not many votes left outstanding here. And by the way, every legal vote should be counted. It's that simple. Um, I'm listening to the verbiage, though, of some people. Every vote should be counted, but it's got to be every legal vote. In other words, are you going to follow what the law states or are you going to just make up new rules because it benefits you in a particular election? That wouldn't be a good thing. Anyway, so we're going to see how this plays out. But the whole thing, you know, the bigger picture is just a mess at this point. You know, the it would if we don't have integrity in our voting, how do you have confidence ever in the results 
Why does it take so long for some of these counties to count and report who voted for who, when, and where? And, and why is it other countries and other states, they get it right and we get it wrong in the same states, it seems, over and over again? Uh, it's, it's, it's something we should not have to deal with here. You know, so it's been a too close to call Senate race. Okay. Count every legal ballot. Okay. You know, follow the laws that relates to what the law says. Follow the, the absolute letter of the law. Don't change the rules after the game has been played. And anyway, so in a letter obtained by Politico, in one case, you have one campaign writing the state's counties on Friday, arguing that they should be able to count mail-in and absentee ballots that were submitted without dates on their envelopes. And they cited a a judgment from a uh, three-judge panel in the Third Circuit Court of Appeals that had been issued only hours earlier on Friday, and it found that Hundreds of updated mail-in and absentee ballots that were received on time but undated should be tallied in that county for 2021. It has nothing to do with this particular race, and they say it has nothing to do with this particular race. State law requires voters to sign and date the outside mailing envelope when they return their mail ballots, and state courts have held that the requirement means undated ballots be rejected. Now, either we're going to follow the law or we're only we're going to try and change the law because we think it may benefit us. Now, I don't think any of this in the end is going to have an impact on the race. But I have a hard time with people arguing that they want to change the rules after the game's been played. That I, That's where I have a problem. And every single state, I've been saying this since January of 2021, needs to adopt simple integrity measures. We need to have confidence in the results of their of our elections. It's that simple. Though there's some uncertainty in the state over how far the court decision will extend beyond the 2021 judgeship election. A little late for that case. But anyway, the three-judge panel is yet to issue a formal opinion on the matter, which would more thoroughly lay out both the court's legal justifications. And, and by the way, that could open a door to what? The Supreme Court getting involved in this. It, this, this is a form of madness that we have going on in this country. And look, Democrats want you to have a vaccine card. You have to, you need a picture ID to get into their convention. You need a picture ID to get into the Capitol. You need a picture ID to get into the White House. You need a picture ID to, to buy a six pack of beer for crying out loud or a jewel pod. And I'm like, you know, but we're not gonna have picture IDs for elections. Well, why, why are these things so complicated? Are there certain people with certain agendas that want it? More specifically, this is stuff like I think Democrats like to play. Those are the rules they want to go by. That's why they were trying to nationalize and take over the of the elections when it's really simple. Follow the law, follow the Constitution of every state and of the country. And if you do that, we have integrity and we have confidence in the results. But when you wait day after day for these counties to report, it raises suspicions in people's minds. And I get it. Because every other country seems to not have the problems we're having. So many of our states don't have these problems. And the states that are having problems need to resolve these problems. For the, for the betterment of everybody, Democrat, Republican, Independent, it doesn't matter. It should be above politics. Uh, integrity and confidence are basic and fundamental. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. 
That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. As we roll along, 800-941-SEAN. All right, the average price of gasoline now is another record, $4.71 a gallon. We now have areas in the country where they're preparing for the possibility that gas might go up to $10 an hour, and they, they got to have the, the gas pumps be, being able to calculate that higher number. Uh, we have, what was it, J.P. Morgan last week predicting nationwide the average will be $6 an hour, I guess, by the end of summer. Uh, most business owners are seeing it. They're feeling it. Consumers are seeing it and feeling it. And they're spending less money because they don't have it with two-thirds of the country now, sadly, living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, it's, you know, average you know cost of gasoline. And remember, when they did release these strategic petroleum uh, reserves, I said to you, that it's a mandate because you got to you got to replenish them at some point. So what we're going to replenish them at a, at a much higher rate? You know, whoever thought we would be begging Venezuela, OPEC, and Iran uh, to get energy when we have enough energy that would last us over two hundred years? Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we go back to energy independence? Why is that not even part of the equation? The average age of vehicles on U.S. roadways now has hit a record. 12 years and, and or 12.2 years as Americans now, are, if you, you can't even find a new car. If you find one, 
It's way above MSRP. If you find a used car, their their prices are up 40%. That doesn't help anybody out. So people now are hanging on to their cars longer because they don't really have a, a, an, an option. Add to this, by the way, Joe Biden, this, this is embarrassing. More than 70 pounds of baby formula were flown to Indianapolis, Indiana, over the weekend. I'm excited to tell you the first flight of Operation Fly Formula. How about Operation Produce Formula, Joe? It's humiliating for this country to run out of baby formula. Sleepy Joe just signed more executive actions in one week than most presidents did in their entire term. So much for democracy. Looks like Joe is the new dictator. Hannity's on right now. 25 to the top of the hour. Toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN. Very ironically, I got this tape sent to me. It's Chucky Schumer. It's exactly four years ago to the day. Today's May 23rd, 2022, on May 23rd, 2018, listen to the New York Senator uh, Chucky Schumer talking about gas prices, of all things. Take action today to help alleviate the pain at the pump for Americans. It's time for this president to stand up to OPEC on behalf of the forgotten man and woman he promised to remember. Final price of gas under Obama, $2.36. Current price for gas under Trump, $2.92. Mr. President, you can't blame this on President Obama as you try to blame everything on him. It's time for you to act. Oh, now what is Chucky going to say about $4.71 on average per gallon of gasoline? You know, you got this National Economic Council director, a guy by the name of Brian Deese, a dope, saying Sunday that the high inflation rates, 40-year high, by the way, across the country are the result of the economy's period of transition. Oh, that's all. Here we are, back to transitory again. Uh, and then he goes on and it makes it worse. He says, from in recovering from the pandemic, we're moving from the strongest economic recovery in modern history to what can be a period of more stable and resilient growth, he said. And although talk of a recession gained traction in recent weeks, he said Americans hit with higher costs at the pump and grocery stores and pretty much everything we buy everywhere we go uh, should take uh, confidence that the U.S. is better positioned than any other country to navigate through this and keep our recovery going. We need to give the Federal Reserve the independence to do what it does. It has the tools to combat inflation. What a dope. You know, U.S. is falling into a recession. One Biden advisor, well, there's always a risk. You think? I mean, this, this is not complicated. This is not, you don't need a MIT degree, a Harvard economics degree to figure all of this out. Harvard Business School degree. You know, we, we now know what's happening. We see the incompetence every day. All of this is tied to the stupid New Green Deal radical socialist and climate alarmist religious cult agenda, period. Because if you want to drop inflation and you want to drop the cost of gasoline, the president could easily do it by returning to the policies that worked. And those were the policies under Donald J. Trump, who brought us to energy independence for the first time in, what, nearly 75 years. And now we have a baby formula shortage. 
Uh, and and Joe Biden bragging. They're they're so excited. They got seventy eight thousand pounds of baby formula flown to the U.S. and we're going to have more flying in soon too, and apparently flown to Indianapolis uh, from Europe. Folks, I'm excited to tell you that for the first that the first flight for Operation Fly Formula is loaded up with more than seventy pounds of our infant uh, formula and about to land in Indiana. Why aren't we making formula? We're the United States of America. We ought to be able to get our election system right, and we ought to be able to make baby formula. And we not we ought not to rely on other countries for these basic fundamental shortages that we're now having. These policies are a disaster, and they're only going to get worse. You know, President Zelensky had interesting comments out of Ukraine. He's predicting a food supply uh, expert is warning that the world faces a global crisis in about 10 weeks. And and Zelensky mentioned this, quote, Russia has blocked almost all ports and all, so to speak, maritime opportunities to export food, our grain, our barley, our sunflower, et cetera, a lot of things. And he said there will be a crisis in the world, the second crisis after the energy one provoked by Russia. Okay, did that have an impact? Sure, but... Energy prices were already through the roof when we were already at a 40-year high with inflation. Let's not blame Vladimir for everything. Even New York City Mayor Eric Adams is declaring a state of emergency because of the baby formula shortage. Um, and and it just it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Who said this? Somebody said it's like, oh, okay, it's, we're like a third world nation waiting for, you know, America or, you know, Great Britain or or China or some whatever country to send us and come in and bail us out. I mean, we have the in this is an innovative country. That was the whole point of liberty and freedom and capitalism. And yes, you you take your God-given talents, you bring it to fruition and you produce goods and services that people want, need and desire. It's not. It's not that hard, and it doesn't take away from the fact that they did have pallets of baby formula down at the border, and they obviously more preferential treatment for illegal immigrants, because I doubt any of you listening to the show right now got a free Biden phone. Um, of course, if you're illegal and you come into the country, there's no COVID testing because you're not going to be here very long, and I'm sure that most of you uh, probably you know looked at vaccine mandates, a lot of you at least, at, at your jobs and said, oh, they're making me do this, something, again, Biden said he wouldn't do. But it's it's now seeping out into the public here. Um, you have one AP poll showing Democrats abandoning Biden in droves. We told you his the polling numbers, when you break things down demographically, he's losing African-American voters in droves. He's down like 30 points from where he was, 35 points. Hispanic Americans have really abandoned Joe Biden, nearly 40 point decline. Young people now are leaving Joe Biden. And as and his overall approval rating last week was 32 percent in Quinnipiac. And you've got all of this happening. You know, they quote somebody. Where is this? This was an AP poll. I don't know how much worse it can get. 29-year-old high school counselor, Democrat, Santa Monica, California. Husband had to move to, into her parents' house to raise their infant son. Overall, only about 2 in 10 adults say the U.S. is heading in the right direction. Uh, who are the 2%? Because it doesn't make sense. And then you got your corrupt media mob out there praising Biden on CBS, ABC, and fake news CNN, saying that he's doing a really good job, doing well by any metric except inflation. Is that you're kidding me, right? 
ABC, Martha Raddatz asking Stephanie Cutter, former Obama advisor, about Biden's plummeting approval ratings. And Raddatz said his rating was down the toilet. Um, and they went with the higher figure, the, the a, AP number at 39 percent. He's 32 in Quinnipiac and lower in other polls, too. Anyway, Cutter said the president gets credit when things are going well, but when things are going badly in the country, they absolutely get the blame. And she acknowledged high inflation said and said, you know, people are genuinely exhausted by crisis after crisis. All of these crises, if you will, are self-induced, which is a big part of the problem. All of them preventable. All of them, you know, caused by Joe Biden's policies and none of their solutions are going to work like the the release of the strategic petroleum reserves is a band-aid solution that's not a real solution short term short-lived and it, it's not going to help the economy but but there's your modern green new deal radical socialists it is a the fed said there could be some pain involved regarding efforts to bring down inflation some two-thirds of the country's living paycheck to paycheck what world are these people living in that they're that out of touch that's what I'm trying to get to understand. This is this is crushing Americans. You look at the midterms further where voters are. Even fake news CNN is warning Democrats, Republicans are gaining with every demographic. I mentioned Hispanic Americans, African Americans. They're gaining with younger people. And now they're gaining with with women voters when you break again, broken down demographically. If only male voters had been counted in 2020, Donald Trump would have easily won a second term. Um, anyway, now we have, even after the leak of the draft U.S. Supreme Court opinion that they think is going to lead them to victory in November, it is not because very quickly, soon thereafter, if they do overturn Roe, people will figure out, oh, abortion is not illegal. Oh, I can get one if I want one. All right, I, or I need one. You know, and even Bill Maher said this. He said, you know, Bill Clinton had it right. In the sense, if you're a pro-choice person, I disagree with this. But he had it right when he said it should be safe, legal, and rare. And I would add, if you're going to take that position, safe, legal, rare, and early. Not this insanity that they voted on in the Senate last week, which is, oh, you can have an abortion up until the moment of birth. It's aren't there either. The, the phrase in that era, Clinton era, his phrase, safe, legal, and rare. Right. And I think that's when Democrats were aligned with most Americans. I think that's what most Americans want. Safe, legal, and rare. That's not where the Democrats are now. They don't say that anymore. In fact, their own caucus on this in the House this week said, we don't, we don't want to call it choice anymore because something, something racism. Decision now. They're even talking about using pro-abortion. No one should be pro-abortion. If you are, he's right on every front. Democrats are not listening to him, and they're not listening to any moderate voice or reason. If you, if you are a, a more moderate Democrat, which obviously he is, and I think he leans a little more libertarian, but safe, legal, rare, and early. How about we add the word early? Make up your mind, you know, especially before viability, if that's your choice. If you if you're on that side of it and you want abortion legal, that's where it should be. David Axelrod even recognizes not a dumb guy. I've met Axelrod. He's a pretty smart guy, says Biden's hands are tied as daunting midterms loom. He said there really aren't many tools here for him. He's basically pretty smart in his analysis on all of this. 
So we're watching all of it, and it's getting crazy. Um, we're going to get into this at the top of the hour. It is probably the biggest cover-up ever, and that is what I called at the time when he spent three years covering the biggest abuse of power corruption scandal in the history of this country. We had testimony last week that, in fact, Hillary Clinton sanctioned this, this Trump-Russia lie narrative of, of collusion. There are two different buckets here. You have the one with the Alpha Bank and the Trump Tower servers connected to the Russian bank. It was all a lie. And you have all these people, Palmieri and Robbie Mook and John Podesta, and they're all in a room. And Jake Sullivan, interestingly, your national security advisor. And then Robbie Mook steps out and he, he set, calls Hillary. Hillary gives the harsh seal of approval on this. This entire narrative about Russia collusion with trump was always a lie she paid for the dirty misinformation dossier on top of everything else second bucket and a dirty trick or as um durham referred to it as a an effort at a phony october surprise now think about it in context now we've had an election since then a presidential election where we really did have an a, an authentic october supply and that's zero experience hunters laptop from hell and of course, oh no, 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 that's Russian disinformation. That, so it doesn't matter which way you go. They don't care about Russian disinformation. They care about how can they use something, even make it up to bludgeon any Republican, any conservative, and in this case, all things Donald Trump. But this entire narrative was a dirty trick for the ages. And it all came from Hillary. Hillary sanctioned all of it and knew about it. And so prosecutors last week asked Mook about his role in funneling the Alpha Bank claims to the press, and Mook admitted his campaign lacked expertise to vet, vet the data. That's, to me, a crock, in my opinion. Yet the decision was made by Mr. Mook policy advisor Jake Sullivan, now the national security advisor, uh, and the communications director Jennifer Palmieri and John Podesta, the campaign chairman, to give the Alpha Bank claims to a reporter. And we hope they will vet it. Oh, okay. A negative story on Trump that he's connected somehow to Russia and, you know, the the peeing and hooker story and the Ritz-Carlton and Russia story that ended up in the dossier, the other bucket. In other words, it, the, the entire Alpha Bank Trump Russia allegation was a lie. And they dragged this country through three years of hell. And now the media that was wrong for the entire three years, they even gave out Pulitzers for fake information, fake stories, fake news. They ignore all of this. There's no correcting the record. There's no uh, mea culpa. There's no apology. There's none of that. Then, then the same people, four years later, they go back and now they work in the other direction. You really did have an October surprise in Hunter's laptop. I like the way the Wall Street Journal put it. Most press will ignore this news, but the Trump-Russia narrative that Mrs. Clinton sanctioned did enormous harm to this country. It disgraced the FBI. I put in the caveat, the 1%. It humiliated the press. I don't think they can be humiliated. They don't care that they lied. And sent the country on a three-year investigation to nowhere. Vladimir Putin never came close to doing as much disinformation damage. Oh, and we now found out that the wife of the of the judge in, in the Sussman trial is apparently Lisa Page's attorney. On top of, we have the jury pool that has not one, not two, but three Clinton donors. Oh, and an AOC donor. Oh, and by the way, 
Sussman's uh, apparently has a daughter, and the daughter uh, actually plays uh, some sport with one of the jury pool's kids. They're on the same team. You think that's an objective jury? No, not in any way, shape, manner, or form. It's unbelievable. Anyway, we're going to get this get into this in more detail at the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN is our number. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 